Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. WGR Sports Radio 550 presents. There are four, no, there are five, by the way, large, unmarked, and unopened plastic bags of tortilla chips in the station kitchen area. Their origin and time of arrival is unknown. Sports Talk Saturday. If you've never smoked and you've only tried one maybe spoiled bag of tortilla chips, you might only pay $20 a month for health insurance. On WGR. Be like Lou. He's on bag number two. (laughs) Sports Radio 550. Good morning, everyone. Welcome into a Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer is here. Evan DePasquale on the board. There's no Nate Geary. And I decided to call in some reserves here today. A, a voice that has not been heard on this station in... Um, Sixth man? Twelfth man? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a football day. Why don't we go 12? We'll go 12. We'll go 12. Hi. Hi. Speak directly into the microphone, Kyle Powell. I'm trying. I'm trying. What are Am you? I not on this thing? Is this you thing are on? on. Okay. Ready? Yep. Go, go closer to the mic. Closer to the mic. There you How go. How we doing? <laughs> wow, that was touchy. You really couldn't hear me. Is that how long it's no, been? No, I heard you like this. You were kind of like, "Hi!" Oh. Like you were you were literally face away from the microphone. I was. What a start for Kyle Powell. Yep, it can only get worse from here. <laughs> I mean, I am hosting, so you are right. That's true. But welcome into Sports Talk Saturday here. As it's snowing, we've got all sorts of game action today. We've got Bills Dolphins, we've got Sabres and the Yotes playing in a college arena, and of course we've got the Bandits in action as well tonight. All three of the Buffalo teams in action at some point in the evening. Yeah, and can I... Nice little loaded slate. Yeah, it was. Joe Yerden put out a picture of the arena that they're playing in, Mm -hmm. and I'm happy to be wrong. It looked kind of cool in there. I'd never seen the inside of Mullet Arena, and of course, you you think an NHL team playing at a college rink, it's like, ah, that's that's pretty silly, obviously. But it looked pretty cool in there. I I don't think there's a bad seat in that place. Oh, it's not... Yeah, the fans, it's not a bad thing. It's it's the players, like the visiting locker room and um, the amenities that they're actually able to use. It's not the same as what they would be used to, even for a visitor's room. Right. So... That's the part where like people are ragging on it a lot, and I mean, hey, apparently that place could also be good for a brawl where someone loses part of a finger. You're gonna have to fill me in on that. Okay, so yeah, there was a fight uh, between Boston Bruins fans and um, I guess Arizona State students. I get, I don't know, but it was a Bruins game. There was a brawl in the stands, and uh, someone had their had part of their finger bitten off. Wow. Yep. All that for a Coyotes game, huh? All that for a Coyotes game. College kids can get rowdy. Wow. 
That's not great. No. Not a good look. Not a good look. No. But, of course, typical Boston. Oh. Okay, that's where we're going with this, aren't yep. we? Yep, I'm going there. All right. All right, understood. Patriots are butt cheeks. Have fun dealing with that, Boston fans. And maybe having all your fingers. Yeah, we'd like to keep all our fingers. <laughs> we, we here at WGR like to keep all of our extremities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Bills Dolphins, there's going to be a lot of snow because it's snowing up here in Amherst. And when it looks like it's coming down steady here in Amherst, you know that our friends up our friends down in the southern region. Hello, that's me. You yep. drove up from there? I did. I live like 10 minutes from the stadium. I thought the drive would maybe get better. It did not. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Powell, what a trooper. Yep. Um, yeah, not great out there. No, know? it already looks like terrible trying to drive south right now it was more of like a hail uh, closer Mm -hmm. than i got to the station actually it looked like dipping dots that's how when i got out to my car to clear it off it it looks like dipping dots surprisingly easy because i'm like yeah this looks like something i'd get at a kiosk (laughs) (laughs) of course i didn't need it i wanted to drive in here yeah i mean yeah you could you could have it's snow not the worst thing in the world no no it's not just not yellow no, no. That's another yeah, thing. No, finger, yeah. We want to keep fingers and we want to avoid yellow snow. Yes, avoid no. yellow snow. Um, obviously, drive safe out there, whether it looks like um, nice soft flakes out there, as it looks like here in Amherst, or if it looks like dipping dots. Uh, just be careful no matter what the snow looks like. That is obviously the biggest concern is everyone gets to the game safe and sound uh, and enjoys it no matter where you are this evening because it's going to be crazy. It's going to be uh, a snow globe that is going to be surreal for you to watch if you're there, mm-hmm. um, if you're not shivering by then. And I think Jeremy <laughs> retweeted something that uh, that was pretty funny. He goes, yeah, it'd be nice to have a dome, but every now and then you get to look like you get to dress up like you, uh, you're on the show Deadliest Catch. Did you notice the date of that tweet? Yeah, it was last year. It was the, um, that was the Patriots win game. Yep. Yeah. I was there. Oh, God. Uh, okay, logistically, yes, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be when I got there because we had pretty low seats, so mm-hmm. we weren't up oh, in the swirling yeah. winds. So mm-hmm. it was actually kind of enjoyable. I don't know where Jeremy sits, where anybody else, season ticket holders sit. Right. Yeah, that I, that might have been a nightmare. I don't know if I want to be in the the high up levels of that stadium when sixty mile an hour winds. And, are and this is and, this is a combination of me always working and um, me getting a fancy gift. The last Bills game I went to was in the two hundred section. Oh, bougie. so I got the I got the I got the heated seats. Oh, dig you. Yeah, it was the, it was actually the Bills Vikings game. Oh, yeah, that was a fun one to be. Yes, at. it was. <laughs> that game was on drugs. It was on drugs. That game was on drugs. This game <clears throat> might be on drugs. Yeah, I mean, at some point, I don't know if you want to talk about it now. I want to I want to pick your brain a little bit on how you feel about how Miami is coming into this game. I bet like, you they don't care as much because. If you hear what they've said, and if you try not to overcompensate for other elements, uh, you just try to play your game. Mm-hmm. Look back at the Bills' win game. Brian Dable suddenly got scared to throw the football when he has a quarterback that has a cannon of an arm. Right. And they lost that game. So if you try to overcompensate for something, that typically leads to backfire. I bet you they're not going to think too highly of this. Respect it. Don't go out of your way to fear it. And that's how the Bills should act here, too. 
Of course, there's going to be drops. It's hard to catch a football in normal circumstances. It's hard to catch a football in rainy circumstances. It's going to be very tough to catch a football here. But that said, I feel like snow is still easier than rain. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. No, 100%. Yeah, so don't go too, don't stray too far away from what you do best. That said, the Bills, when it comes to run games, the Bills do run the football overall better than Miami does. So if it does get to that point, the Dolphins could be in some legitimate trouble here. Now that said, I don't know if this is going to spark anything. But if anybody says that this is revenge weather for week three, clam it. The Bills found eight different ways to lose that football game in week three. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Plenty Um, of it on their own accord. Yes, the sun and being on that sideline is a 110-degree sideline and a bunch of heat cramps does not help. But there were other reasons they lost that football game. Football reasons they lost that game. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to hear this being the weather revenge. Um, From both sides of it, Bills fans have gotten increasingly annoying about Miami this year. And I get it slightly because Miami fans have been annoying every week this year. I have... Look, Twitter is a cesspool already as it is. We all know this. It's our fault for being on it. It's our problem. That said, every time I see a silly little Dolphins fan tweeting away about how great Tua is and that, look out, we've got the division lead and also all this other butt trash. Is that a technical term? I don't know. I make up words, okay? Okay. And yeah, 11 minutes into the show. 11 minutes into the show. Dolphins fa- Dolphin fans are booty cheeks, okay? I've heard that one before. Yeah, I say that a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's me getting paid to say booty cheeks. All right, uh, life goals. Hey, side note. I was here the first time you said that on the radio. Yeah, you were. Yep. Yes, you were. Right it was before, the holiday right Christmas before a Christmas party. party and Milan Lucic was involved. Yes. That's right. Yep. And someone tweeted in his, uh, thinking that I was drunk. And no. I don't drink. No. <laughs> You know, you're far from it. All of this comes from a sober brain, people. Fear me, because I am an idiot. If that's not a quotable one right there, I don't know what is. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, I've been very annoyed by Dolphins fans this year, but I've been more annoyed. I, I wouldn't say more. I would say I'd be as annoyed with how Bills fans are treating Dolphins fans this year. Miami's a decent team. They're going to be in the playoffs. Like, That is the reality we have to accept here. Mm -hmm. The problem is, I don't fear them as much as, ready? I don't fear them as much as the Jets. For very different reasons. For very different reasons. Very different reasons. Uh, I think you could talk me into that. The thing is is that that Jets defense has twice now slowed down Buffalo's offense. Whereas Miami, Bills had like 500 yards of offense and just couldn't close in the red zone. Right. And that's... That you're also talking about the, I mean, that's, this is a new system. This is a new coordinator calling plays. I'm sure a lot of guys weren't on the same page even a couple weeks into the season. Like, that's week three. You know, we still have issues with some of the play calling here inside the red zone, inside the five, whatever have you. These these stats are coming up, but their issues, the closer they get to the closer the they zone, get, it's a bigger problem that they've had. So we're talking three months ago. You know, think about how much less experience they had in this offense then. 
You know, you're coming off the Ram game, and then whatever the heck happened week two, the Titans game. The Titan they, game. They took two teams that were playoff teams and took them to the woodshed. Oh yeah, right out back. And again, they lost that game in Miami for very various reasons, and the red zone was one of them. And that red zone has persisted throughout the year. Um, they were actually, funny enough, the best red zone touchdown percentage last year, um, even when they had a weird stretch in the middle of the season. But they closed out almost perfectly in the last five weeks. Mm-hmm. I would like to see the similar kind of growth from this OC. But that said, um, Ken Dorsey has led me to more rage-fueled tweets than, uh, than higher than usual this year. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what happens when you come in with such lofty expectations, too. Like, I, I, don't, I can't think of a better comparison, so I'm just going to say this one. Like, this is probably how the Patriots have felt all these years. You know, like, there's always going to be that pesky team. Like, this year with a team with as high expectations as the Bills had since January, there's going to be that pesky younger brother that is just going to get under your skin because they think they're on your tail. And for a while, and Miami still is on your tail – this is a crucial game. You, you can essentially kind of close this puppy out tonight with a big one, but if things go a little bit awry again, then we got a different story going into these final four weeks. But at minimum, you put yourself in the inside track with a win today for hosting a playoff game, at minimum, right. uh, let alone stay on pace for your one seed. But, I mean, going back to expectations, you know, like everything's going to be under the microscope. You're going to feel like you're – honestly, I haven't – through all the tribulations this team has gone through in their 13 games so far this year, I've only ever felt kind of wavered once, and it's funny you mentioned the Viking game. Those final couple of minutes going into overtime was about the only time I was super worried. Miami didn't bug me in week three. Mm-hmm. Um, That's you know, because the, we also were gifted the meme play of the gods. Yeah, the butt punch. That punch. was great. Which, but, funny enough, actually probably doomed their chances to win. Right. Because if they field that punt, they probably get the ball at the 40, needing a field goal to win. Right. The only the only time I mean I mean, what 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 week was was it week nine week ten Minnesota comes here yep. and you each have less than a loss, that that worried me because now you're deep into this new system, and I mean on the defensive side of the football like Leslie Frazier has been here for years so this shouldn't be a lot of new stuff, you know not knocking that football down on fourth and eighteen. That's and the, the inexperience of a happen. corner playing safety right. and, uh, and a young player. And the way things happen on the fourth down stop and turning right around and dropping that snap into the end zone, like those things really, really got to me a little bit more than anything else this year. I didn't, like I said, I didn't, I didn't worry about how things happened in Miami. Like that, that game happens a hundred times. They what probably do you win at 90 to 95. Yeah, I was going to say, you're probably winning at least 90 of those. Yeah. The way that that game played, it, as long as you just cleaned up the red zone, that was it. Um, giving up that third and twenty-one to put Miami in scoring distance to take the lead. Yes, um, it was that a deep was one to waddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The deep play to waddle, like you, which was apparently a sign for the Bills' struggles on third and long. All of a sudden, but mm-hmm. again, it was also you didn't have Poyer or Hyde for the first time uh, in that game, right? And while DeMar Hamlin has been a nice fill-in this season, he's not Micah Hyde. And Jaquan Johnson did not perform up to the expectations that we were all hoping that he could as well, like how he had such a good preseason. And, again, they lost that game in plenty of other ways. It's not a coincidence anymore. Uh, It's not just about the weather. It's just you found ways to lose that game. Josh Allen short-hopping a ball after not setting his feet 
on that fourth and goal. Yep. He has McKenzie for a touchdown. And I yeah, you could chalk that up under the red zone woes, but like that's a play they almost always make. Fatigue. There's fatigue, a lot of things yeah. That. And Allen threw the ball sixty two times. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fatigue is gonna set in for that and you're just gonna like default to something that's not a normal technique for you. Right. So again That's a throw he makes in his sleep. Exactly. You know. And unfortunately he was a little overused in that game. The run game had been without Allen, bad for the first five weeks of the season. We'd barely seen James Cook at that point. Yeah. Which is not Which now, yeah, you're so getting more here. of that in this game. You're getting more Cook. You're getting Singletary a little bit more of a break. There's no more drive killer on your team. His name was Zach Moss. And, again, you had, like this is, I don't want to say it's a different team from when these teams met in week three, but it is. Jordan Poyer will be back in the lineup. DeMar Hamlin has gotten comfortable as one of the safeties back there. Tredavious White is back. John Brown's here. John Brown's here. Cole Beasley may or may not play in this game. Um, But also, just more of the players that you're using internally. James Cook has been more of a bigger part of this offense. Yeah. And that alone will be big in a day like this. So, and you got to remember, his first NFL carry was a fumble. So he was a little bit in the doghouse, Mm. too, in week three. He was still there. That's right. So how far we've come. How far we've come. Where we were to start this season and losing to the Dolphins in that way. Yeah, the heat cramps probably did not help. But the problem is, is that again, they lost that game in plenty of other ways. So who knows what happens today? All I do know is that this team is better than Miami. And they sure should act like it today. Oh yeah. 803-0551-888-552-550 if we want to get in here. Like Jay in Hamilton. Jay, welcome to Sports Talk Saturday. What's going on? Oh, happy Snowder Day, boys. Oh, nice. Not bad, eh? Not bad. Canadians got a few jokes here and there. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that last, quickly uh, on a tangent, that Miami game that we lost was such a perfect storm of ridiculousness, right? Mm-hmm. That, uh, that, you know, I, I feel like the, the losses the Bills have had and the issues they even had in the games they won have all been self-induced. So as frustrating as I feel the offense has been at times, um, at the end of the day, I still think the Bills are in the driver's seat. They're the ones that are uh, really going to be the ones that beat themselves so far. So there are some positives to look at it that way. you know. However, what I really want to talk about real quick is whether Beasley plays today or not, I'm hoping he does, I'm thinking he will, I do really feel that based on some of the video evidence that we've seen, and I'm not a coaching aficionado by any, by any stretch, but BC looked strong. Some of his routes he was running looked really good. So the point I'm getting at is I think when he's in the offense and he still knows it well and um, his abilities to be able to be that only for Josh, I feel that his addition is going to bring such a confidence and swagger back to the Bills offense that's going to bleed over into the red zone offense. I feel like when he gets those balls, on third and short, third and four, what have you. All of a sudden, Dawson Knox, I think, might be a bit more available instead of blocking. I think you might see James Cook coming out of the back, backfield more often. And as you move down the field into that dreaded red zone, I feel like we're going to be in a position where we've got too many weapons and choices not to get that ball in the damn end zone. So once again, go Bills. Jay, thank you. That was a very complete call. Um, 
I, I again when when you mentioned the fact that Beasley is very smart, he knows where to sit, he knows where to uh, settle in for being able to either pick up huge chunks of yards or crucial third downs. Unfortunately, the one thing that I think about in that sort of scenario is it's one of the things the Bills are best at is third downs, and that's without Beasley. Uh, it's that dang red zone, and yeah, Beasley is able to settle in, but also teams will guard against the end right. zone line. They know what to do there. So I don't know if one man suddenly changes your red zone woes. It's on the OC at that point, and it's on your quarterback to make sure to get the ball to uh, to the right places. Yeah. So it's going to be more of the same. It's just going to be we got another name to add to the mix uh, when it comes to the red zone. I'd hate to defend Cole Beasley. <laughs> Honestly, when he's, when he's on his game. Yeah. Growing up watching him in Dallas, he was the biggest pest. Yeah, and, and and in Buffalo, he had himself a couple of very solid seasons. Yeah. Obviously, oh, 2020 yeah. chief among them mm-hmm. with the career year all around. But I'm not going to expect that kind of player coming into this roster. No. It's irresponsible to think that that's going to happen. And because he's, of he's all got this, pedigree. Yeah, he's so got pedigree, though. something they need to game plan for. It is. And I do think, though, that it has to be noteworthy that, again, it's it's some form of depth. Too. Like if somebody goes down, it's not going to be the end of the world. You have another player here Correct. that knows the system, that knows everything that they need to do. It's just one more problem of I'm not sh- like I'm not going to think that he's going to be the Cole Beasley of old uh, from a couple of years back. And I also think that it's still going to be your play concepts still have to be better from 20 yards and in, Kenneth. Yep, because that's what's going to win the day. I'm not sure what's going to happen from here. But at the same time, they better win this game because Miami's going to be insufferable if they don't. <laughs> they already are. And I already know the cries are going to be, but it snowed. I, we're used to being in warm weather. Blah, blah, blah. Tua's still got. They need to be quiet. They need to calm down just a little bit. Oh, they're getting to you. And if that's all they wanted to do, they are succeeding. They don't know that they're getting to me. Oh. I'm not I'm not a relevant person. Sure you are. I'm not Nate. And I don't go seeking it out. I don't have a comment. Nate Nate goes looking for that trouble. That's what he does. He does it well. I'm sure. not about I don't I don't want to put that energy in. No. No. It's exhausting. I'm lazy. It's exhausting. Exactly. Life's hard enough. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm just gonna doom scroll through Nate getting of like constantly attacked by Miami fans instead. So that's like that's where idea. it happens. It's mostly Nate. It's Nate's fault. I'll see him later. I can blame him. 8030551 uh as you want to get in here for Sports Talk Saturday. We're running until 2 and then I get to stay in here to do breakfast with the Bills, lunch with the Bills. It's 2. Yeah, we'll go Ooh. lunch. We'll lunch. Can we you're you're in the business of making words. How does Linner sound? Is that is that lunch dinner? How's two o'clock? I say lupper. Lupper. Oh man. Lunch supper. Evan, put it on the poll. Is it Linner or Lupper? Oh boy. <laughs> As we get you rolling here for Bills Dolphins, Sabres Coyotes, we'll get a little bit of the chatter in there in the next segment, as well as even the bandits playing tonight as well. We've got a triple decker of your Buffalo teams playing tonight. 
and you'll hear more about it right here on WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We know it's going to be snow. And I asked our uh, our guy, Jeff Mazurek, I go, what do we expect? And he just said snow. That's it. So it's going to be snowy and cold for them. It's going to be snowy and cold for us. We'll have to deal with it to, to the best of our abilities. You all know that's the quarterback. And, yes, it's going to snow. Thanks, Ollie. Um, again, we'll see what happens here. Bills, Dolphins. This is Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Kyle Powell, Evan DePasquale. We're hanging out with you here until 2 o'clock. And then Bill's pregame starts. And I'll be sitting right here still. Uh, as we'll go with Linner with the Bills. Get started at yeah. 2 o'clock. I'm, I'm leaning towards Linner. Love me some Linner. Robin Linner. <laughs> I've missed you, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I miss being in here, too. I didn't know how it would go. I survived the first segment. So yeah, we'll you did. It's perfect. That's hardest work is done. Yep. Because we've got ourselves a loaded guest list here today as that. well. Uh, Anthony Scandra joins us at the top of the hour. And then at 1 o'clock, Elena Gensenberg, Bills reporter with ESPN, and Aaron Quinn of Cover 1 at one thirty. So, got ourselves a loaded day here. Uh, this is pretty much the best we're going to get with me and you riffraffing. Without any interference, and then uh, and we get to other people, get their insight, get everything going here for your evening. People much smarter than us. So people programming much, will get better. Yes, pre- your programming will get better. Um, I'm not going to have to say much about like booty cheeks or something yeah. like that. I don't know. You already got uh, it out of the way. I already so. got it out of the way. But 
Uh, what I didn't get out of the way was anything with the Sabres, and they are awesome. Yes. Tage Thompson has taken a contract extension and already made it look like a bargain. And it's kind of insane to look at how this team is playing and performing, especially with the fact that they had that letdown without Matias Samuelson in the lineup. They go on that 0-8 stretch. Even despite that 0-8 stretch, they are five points out of a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly where fans thought that they would be this year, is chasing a playoff spot. We don't know if they'll make it or not, and it might be frustrating not to go after it, but 30 games into the season, we have five players at a point per. Yeah. That's amazing. One of them's in conversation for the Norris. And the other should be in the conversation for MVP if it keeps up. Sure. Tage Thompson has 46 points this year in 30 games. He has 24 goals in 30 games. He's almost averaging a goal a game. That's Ovi-like production. I feel like he's more, for Thompson, he's more in line for Rocky Richard, not the Hart Trophy. If the Sabres make the playoffs, a Sabre should be an MVP. With how they perform overall, with the fact that they have not made the playoffs in so long, they already hold the longest drought, active and of all time. And this team doesn't get the greatest goaltending. The dude is third in points. Third Third in points, second in goals. Yeah, and it's behind the two usual suspects in Edmonton. Oh, Drysaddle's Drysaddle's 52, McDavid's at 60 with first place. That's so stupid. It is. That's two points a game. That's so dumb. But again, when you see the two of them there together, though, it's like, hey, who's this guy in third? If the Sabres make the playoffs, the guy third in scoring should have a legitimate case. For the heart. Yeah. I mean, I owe him an apology. I didn't even take my own advice. Because, like, a couple of years ago, I would when people would ask me, like, why why Tage Thompson's still on the team? Why are they giving him so many opportunities? Because he was floundering. Right. Like, this is why, like, this this rise to stardom in seemingly a season and a half's time has caught everyone by surprise. And the term unicorn is used so often. Because he was so down in the dumps. What do you can, Let's say 2018, 2019, 2019, 2020, before the pandemic hits. Like People are asking me all the time. Like Not all the time. I'm not that important. But often enough. I'm not that important. But, but your friend, like it, amongst our friends, we're the ones Why do that, I keep seeing Tage Thompson yeah. getting at least middle six time? And I would always tell him, like, I don't – the way I saw it, which was just clearly off or whatever. I didn't Like I said, I didn't take my own advice. But I just thought they were trying to make – it looked like they got something out of the Ryan O'Reilly deal, and they were going to give mm-hmm. Tage any and every opportunity they possibly could to make something out of his career. So they were just going to stick with him because for the first year of that trade, couldn't have looked worse. It couldn't have looked worse because the guy was sitting in the press box. And we talk about – I'm not going to say his name because that's a curse word to me. But um, the coach preceding him, yep, Phil Housley, was having him skate in practice with the defenseman. And people will – rightfully uh, dump on RK, but Housley deserves a lot of that too because the development under him was not all that good either. No. They had him in the press box, watching film, not playing, skating with defensemen as an extra. He wasn't getting any run. Doesn't that feel like 10 years ago? It does. Mostly because, that that. mostly because the evil man made two years or chunks of two years, feel like an eternity. You just unlocked so many memories. Yeah. 
that I had just forgotten about for so many reasons. Like, Phil Housley coached this team. Phil Housley coached this team, and they were also bad. And they were very bad. But they won 10 games in a row with Phil Housley. <laughs> and then they stunk. <laughs> yeah, no, and and Tom, and you look at Thompson and how that was treated under Housley and then, of course, under Dopey. And I'm trying every way to not say his name. I know. I'm going to keep – I'm going to see how long you go. Yeah, no, and – the last time this happened, Zach got me screaming because he said the name. So yeah. I'm just gonna Evan, watch out! Don't do it. Uh, yeah, don't do Please, it. Come on, come on. We we've already we've literally seen this show before. People uh, are gonna so, be listening to Derek all day. Yeah, if they, you get him, go, if you get which him I'm already now, sorry about. Okay, it's not my fault. I got put here. Um, you just love your job. <laughs> I don't hate it. All right. <laughs> but again, this is just you see the mistreatment of a player with that with the physical skills that he has. And you just think back. The guy was originally drafted as a center. Granado puts him there, and all of a sudden, this is what we get. Maybe he should have been here from the beginning. Maybe he shouldn't have been skating with defensemen as an extra. Phil, maybe he shouldn't have been. Well, I mean, he got hurt the first year under jerkface, but. Well, let's think about what the team looked like when he first got here after the trade. Obviously, you have Jack. You have Centering line or, one. You traded away you our trade O'Reilly, so you're looking to. I think that I think if I remember correctly, the thinking back then was to bre- to groom Casey Middlestad. It was Casey Middlestad into yes. that second line center role. Mm-hmm. So because he had already had some up, familiarity being drafted by and the he team. had shown up and gotten a point per game in the last seven. Yes, like yeah. he showed up at the end of the year with an, oh, Alex really well. Nylander. Oh my god! Thanks, Tim Murray. There's another name. For oh the my past. god, Alexander Nylander. So, anyways. Turning back, though, to the better days now of seeing a player blossom like this, it's something that you don't really see based on prior track record to now becoming this good. But that said, it's time to start championing for if the Sabres make the playoffs and he finishes top five in scoring, give him the heart. Start putting it in people's heads. Speak it into existence. Because the way the guy produces on a consistent basis right now is... Something we haven't seen in a long time. And we even tanked for a player to do that. Yeah. And we still didn't get the one we wanted. And we still didn't not only get the one that we wanted, he's still sitting in first in points over in Edmonton, but the guy that we got was supposed to be a surefire thing. I I never saw his face in the top five of scoring at any point. So the last time you can probably go back and Hart Trophy winners to a similar scenario with Tage Thompson, I think you could probably consider a similar nomination with Taylor Hall with the New Jersey Devils. Yes. Where he did not have the highest point total in the league. I don't know if Tage is going to eclipse McDavid and Dreisaitl. But McDavid's at 60 points. There's no way. Right. <laughs> but you insane. think of what Taylor Hall did for that Devils team in his short time there. And I... I, I think you can make some similarities to how things are going in Buffalo. If things if things progress the way they did in New Jersey that year, where Taylor Hall caught the league, I wouldn't say caught the league by storm, but had one of his better years after he had a, a long he had time. One of his best years, sort of treading his tires in Edmonton. You know, I think you could see a lot of stuff going on like that, where Tage could win the trophy if they make the playoffs. And there's guys with more vast. I mean, there's there's different awards for <laughs> those. Yeah, like, like the goals Lester and Pearson, points. right? Uh, for it doesn't the players all have voting to be on about it. points. Yeah. you know. So he he could very well win a trophy this year. And 
again, the player he's looking up at in goals is McDavid. But Team success will be very important. Team success is going to be very important here, but I also feel that if it ends this way, like the Sabres do make the playoffs, and Tage is third or fourth in scoring, well, one and two keep doing the same thing every year anyway. How much of it is just they raise off of their success? Who's more valuable than the other? Yeah. You could start trying to take away votes with different reasoning. Sure. And it's for the first time in a decade reasoning that feels legitimate about the Buffalo Sabres. Exactly. It's it's refreshing. I mean It is refreshing. And we can't talk too quickly on this because they still are five points out of a playoff spot. And this is only December. The last time that we looked at this team having such a great um group of players they were first place in the National Hockey League on January 1st in, what was it, 2019? I don't know if they would have been in first that late into that year. No, it, oh, yeah. I think it was December 1st they were in first place. I want to say December because yeah. January 1st. But they the had Blues just were off. also in last place yes. in January. Going into January 19, they had just dropped that heartbreaker to Tampa where they had a 4 yep. 1 lead. That's right. And the fates of those two teams went in vastly different directions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the statistics, the analytics, all back it up that this is not that. Um, they are a very consistent unit. They are, offensively at least, um, four goals a game. Dangerous. At any time. Four goals a game, Derek. One's like, it's insane. The Buffalo Sabres. Four insane. goals a game. Four goals a game. No yes, sample they, size anymore. They have a leaky faucet. That they have to deal with. But they have the most goals in the National Hockey League. See, that's the point where I, I, I didn't that's know how I... That's the fun thing. I didn't know how I wanted to talk about goaltending today because the last couple of games it's been very good. It's been good. Los Angeles was more volume, I would say, for Craig Anderson. I don't think there was a lot of... I mean, if I'm picking the first Sabres I've goaltender never this goalie, year... But it didn't look like there was a lot of difficult saves for Anderson to make. That mm-hmm. forty, that forty was just like, and that's where the expected goals can come in. Yes. And you can measure that a little bit, right? Because heading into that third period, the expected goals for both teams was under one. Who did they just play? It's, it was the Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche. That is a different story. UPL made some really good saves, and for a maligned player who had been coming in for this season, uh, you were very thrilled to see how it's rolling out for him right now in that game, especially against that opponent and the quality of scoring that they have. For him to play that well and get that win, that's huge to start start a trip out west. Because how frequently can we even say that a goalie steals you a win with this team? Or how often have you been able to say it over these last couple of years? But they still got to their... 18-1. Yeah. And they weathered that storm. They gave up their goals. They got outshot. 18-1. 18-1. to is The one shot the guess, was an empty net goal. Yeah, and you weathered the storm as exactly what you would say, a pun intended because it's out there too. But they still got their four too. Mm-hmm. And that is just the consistency of the two lines of, of course, the Thompson line and of course, and then this, this Legion cool. of Zoom that has become... That's I the like first time, that. That's the first time you're hearing that? Joe penned that up. Oh, of course it's Joe. So... But good for him. He sh- like these kids show up, and I mentioned that they have five players at a point per game. One of them is their center, Dylan Cousins. The point jump that he has had in terms of production 
which everybody saw coming at the end of the year last year because he was just getting unlucky. And big time. And ready? This is it's pot shot time. Oh boy. Ready? Harrington expecting goals and points means that if they're not going in, they're going to start going in because he's consistently good. You can expect it to happen, Mike. Go back under your rock. You feel better now? Oh, yeah. Good. We're going to have more of those, though. <laughs> Kyle's face. 803-0551-888-550-2550. If you want to get in on anything Bills, anything Sabres, let's hear it. We've got a couple hours. We also have some guests. Anthony Scandra joins us at the top of the hour. Derek, Kyle, Evan, we're here. Sports Talk Saturday rolls on after the break. You're listening to WGR. The Marines were very exhausted, and their commander said, we are going to attack now. And the Marines were unbelieving. The commander looked in his eye, and he said, when it's too tough for them, it's just right for us. So I relayed that story to the players. I said, tomorrow it's going to be hot, and you're going to be tired, and I'm going to be tired, but I at least am going to go out there 100%, and if you don't, I'll just know that when it's too tough for you, it's just right for me. I have a long day ahead of me if this is going to be the theme of the day. I don't care that it's snowing. Where is your sense of the holiday spirit? We are days away from Christmas. The snow is falling. The Bills are hosting the Dolphins. I have to work on Christmas Eve. That's where my holiday spirit is. Bah humbug. Oh. Well, it's not Christmas Stupid Eve yet. Stupid Bills. So. <laughs> well, that's the Well, you're going to get at least out by like 18. 5 o'clock. Or, well... I don't know what time you're going to get out for Christmas Eve. I mean, at least you're going to get up around 8 at the worst. If we have a dreaded overtime show, I'm going to, like, bury myself in snow. <laughs> but this is Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Kyle Powell, Evan DePasquale all here with you. Um, I do want to deviate slightly here because the 1150 uh, segment is back for nonsense. It's me- It's back to what it needs Ooh, to be. Whimsy. Whimsy and uh, just nonsensical or random. And you do mention the holiday spirit. So I do need to tap into that a little bit here, Kyle, because um, a week ago I was at Disney and it was an awesome time, but we had to get some things sent back through shipping. And I learned that um, sometimes some people type addresses wrong. But uh, the individual that ended up getting one of the packages that was supposed to be going to me, um, he actually ends up calling up. Like he finds my phone number on the pack and slip, gives me a call. He says, "Hey, I think I have something that belongs to you, and um, I'll leave it outside for you to pick up." And it was really awesome. So I go, I grab it. The guy actually, funny enough, asks if I'm Derek Kramer from WGR. Um, so I did promise a little bit of a shout out, uh, not giving away any identities or anything like that. Um, it was a nice story of just like the generosity of people around this time of year. Um, or just in general, where it's just like, hey, this isn't mine. Uh, oh, hey, look. So I, I, it was something like that that was appreciative, and uh, I couldn't go today without mentioning it. Good. Very, very good. Love yeah. to hear stuff like that. It's, it, was a, it was a fun little thing where I just drove around to Pew real quick. I'm like, oh, God, 
there's the there's there's the package after like four hours of trying to figure out him like the mail delivery saying it was delivered and um I'm like no it wasn't it's not here I don't see it I got the one box not the second and um no it just turned out it went in the wrong spot but someone was able to help out and take care of that so uh if you're listening you know who you are and uh you get to hear it here over the airwaves too thank you again for making sure that uh that I got what that I got what I paid for <laughs> so yeah no it's uh yeah holiday spirit stuff hey so the sabers are uh seeing a very neat goaltender tonight Connor Ingram okay we saw reports I, I I know this is um it's uh it's actually Scandinavian for Swiss cheese oh one six and one in an eight six six save percentage against the buzzsaw that is the top scoring team in the league. Yep, he's on a six game bender. His last game was December <laughs> December seventh. Hey, eight goals allowed against uh, Connor McDavid and all of his friends. You know who's in that company right now? Top three in scoring. Tage Thompson. Tage Nathaniel Thompson. That's right. Boom. And we get to talk more about TNT and the rest of the gang when Anthony Scandra joins us at the top of the hour. Dare Kramer, Kyle Power hanging out with you for the next couple of hours. Anthony Scandra of Expected Buffalo coming up next because uh, I like bringing on fake journalists, apparently, uh, here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 